Evening prayer begins on page 22 of the prayer book. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, through the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, through repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 97 and 98, beginning on page 460 of the prayer book. The Lord is king, the earth may be glad thereof. Yea, the multitude of the isles may be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteous and judgment are the habitation of his seat. There shall go a fire before him, and burn up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave shine unto the world. The earth saw it and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens have declared his righteousness, and all the people have seen his glory. Confounded be all they that worship carved images and that delight in vain gods. Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard of it and rejoiced, and the daughters of Judah were glad because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art higher than all that are in the earth, Thou art exalted far above all gods. O ye that love the Lord, see that ye hate the thing which is evil. The Lord preserveth the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. There is sprung up a light for the righteous, and joyful gladness for such as are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for a remembrance of his holiness. 
O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. With his own right hand and with his holy arm hath he gotten himself the victory. The Lord declared his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of Israel, and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our God. Show yourselves joyful unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing, rejoice, and give thanks. Praise the Lord upon the harp. Sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving. With trumpets also and shalms, O show yourselves joyful before the Lord the King. Let the sea make a noise and all that is therein, and the round world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands, and let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he has come to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifteenth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Then the Lord said to me, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, my mind would not be favorable toward this people. Cast them out of my sight, and let them go forth. And it shall be, if they say to you, Where should we go? Then you shall tell them, Thus says the Lord, Such as are for death to death, and such as are for the sword to the sword, and such as are for the famine to the famine, and such as are for the captivity to the captivity. And I will appoint over them four forms of destruction, says the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to drag, the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. I will hand them over to trouble to all kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. For who will have pity on you, O Jerusalem? Or who will bemoan you? Or who will turn aside to ask how you are doing? You have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. Therefore, I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I am weary of relenting. And I will winnow them with a winnowing fan in the gates of the land. I will bereave them of children. I will destroy my people, since they do not return from their ways. Their widows will be increased to me more than the sand of the seas. I will bring against them, against the mother of the young men, a plunderer at noonday. I will cause anguish and terror to fall on them suddenly. She languishes who has borne seven. She has breathed her last. Her son has gone down while it was yet day. She has been ashamed and confounded, and the remnant of them I will deliver to the sword before their enemies, says the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat 
and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 38th verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury, and many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrants. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury. For they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuctimidus on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant we beseech the Almighty God that we who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished. By the comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God who hatest nothing that thou hast made and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. 
create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worldly lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Good to be with you. Um, see Deacon Andrews on the schedule, but something came up, so I'm happy to peek in at evening prayer. Um, our lessons today, uh, Jeremiah is on his Lenten roll, uh, not, not a lot of uh, apparent good news. Occasionally he'll flash a promise in the midst of the, of the onslaught of judgment. But he highlights a few things uh, in, in this lesson that are worthy of commenting on. He mentions the King Manasseh, and Manasseh was a wicked king who um, reigned from around the, the beginning of the 7th century B.C., you know, just after 700 counting down and reigned for a number of decades and uh, established uh, idolatry and all manner of things, including child sacrifice uh, that, that kind of became Im embedded in, in the southern kingdom of Judah to whom Jeremiah is speaking. And after Manasseh, there, there were some reforms. There was a, a king named Josiah who instituted certain reforms in the temple but it, it wasn't enough, and, and every time when he went away, other kings began to to um, to sustain the same promises. So it, it comes a time when there's too late, when it's too late. That's kind of the the the, the gist of Jeremiah's message that there's there's um, and you know they'll they'll have a kind of light, you know, a thin repentance where okay, we're sorry, we're, but we'll, we'll we'll do better. You know, and 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 some of the leaders would promise a, a famous line. You, the Jeremiah says they've healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying peace, peace, there is no peace, because they they proclaim that oh, God's with us, it's good. When in fact, people need to change what they're doing in order for the the fate of Jerusalem to be averted. And so um, there comes a time when it's too late, and it's on the verge of the of the Babylonian captivity. And the the the, the captivity of Babylon took place in in a few different stages, but eventually in 586 the temple was destroyed. And so um, Jeremiah reminds us, therefore, that our repentance during Lent, we want to be careful of of the kind of repentance that feels good uh, because you know the grace of God, but doesn't really look at the patterns of our lives that might be unfaithful, really reorienting our lives around the life of prayer, around worship of God and service in his name, and, and look in the areas that a compromise in our lives might become established and, and begin to, you know, to, to take an honest look at, at our lives that way. I think Jeremiah's lesson is complemented by this uh, lesson from Mark, um, where Jesus first um, has a, a sort of a condemnation of of the of the religious leaders who like to make a show of their religion outwardly but inwardly 
uh, are not really listening to the Torah, the, the, the love for God and love for neighbor that is the essence of the Torah. But he highlights the, um, everyone coming in and bringing big gifts to the temple and putting in their big gifts. And, and for people who like to make a show of it, uh, I'm sure they liked it to be seen just how much they put in. And then Jesus sees a widow who puts in two small coins and uh, says that her contribution has uh, was more than all the others. And we, sh we should remember in Jerusalem, because uh, Jeremiah is speaking to a Jerusalem that will be destroyed in 586 B.C., uh, and uh, that temple will be rebuilt. Jesus is speaking to a Jerusalem and to a temple that will be destroyed in A.D. 70. There are two uh, times of judgment. And um, it reminds us, though, even in the midst of this time when judgment is coming, that there was faithfulness in Israel. And we see this, for example, in Luke's gospel around the birth stories. We see Anna and Simeon, people who were in the temples fasting every day. And even though the temple itself was destroyed, God came and visited those people who really did what he called them to do, who were living interior lives of prayer and were trying to be faithful in their lives. And so it reminds us sometimes we can get caught up in, in um, all that's wrong in the church here and there or the big picture of things or, or the corruption we see and, and get preoccupied with yelling at what uh, other people aren't doing. We should remember that's Jesus' job to do. What we can focus on is our faithfulness. If we're faithful in the small things he calls us to do, you know, faithful in our lives of prayer. I think one of the really big challenges in our time is not to get distracted by what's going on in the world. You know, people spend way too much time looking at the news and getting all angry. And that you can't do anything about that. What you can do is you can you can devote yourself to God and your prayer. You can discern what God is calling you to do. You can be faithful in the use of your gifts and loving those around you. And that's the thing that gets uh, Jesus to notice. Hey, look at this person. I see this large scale corruption, but Jesus knows those who are his and he knows those who who uh, do are, are faithful in, in the small and ordinary things. And that's probably another focus of Lent. What are what? Um, you know, looking at our lives, get our eyes off that big picture and down to the small picture. How are we being faithful in the vocation that God has given us and the things God has called us to do? Because that's the only thing that God will be, be concerned about with regard to us on, on the day of, of, of judgment. So there's a few thoughts about today and the feast. Wednesday is our day of fasting and prayer for mission. The link for uh, the Litany for Missions is in the chat bar. You can click that. That's on our diocesan website. Um, we offer the Litany tonight to the glory of God with intention for the intercessions of all who are present here. We pray with intention for God's blessing upon the mission of our church and diocese and all with whom we're working in mission. We pray especially for God's blessing on St. Thomas Mission in Fullerton. I ask uh, uh, special prayers this night for our Colorado Mission community. I'm actually going to um, Colorado uh, uh, tomorrow and doing a, a retreat uh, down south of Denver, uh, kind of a family retreat. We're doing a silent retreat with families and children. And uh, in, our, in our mission community, we, we had four, we formed uh, 
you know, just a little while back, and we're we're uh, working on that. So that uh, we pray for, I pray for God's blessing upon that gathering, and we pray for um, in all these arenas the opening of new doors of mission and ministry. We pray for conversion of hearts and spiritual growth through our work, and we pray for God's provision for all of our needs. Let us pray. O God, the Father, Creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Spirit, Sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech you to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern the Holy Church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please you so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may, above all things, seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and the book by their preaching and living may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any way afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. We'll pause for a moment for all present to remember their personal intercessions. Giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endure us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts to our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason 
for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, pour out thy Holy Spirit upon our community, and grant to us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, and restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. <clears throat> Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all tonight for evening prayer and litany. You have a blessed Thank evening. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you.